Aaron Tattersall here with another episode of At the Table with Ag Risk Advisors, where we discuss timely and relevant issues challenging the ranchers and farmers we serve every day. You'll be hearing from industry experts and our advisors as we examine risk management programs to protect your legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to more conversations here at the table with Ag Risk Advisors. Lane Nordland, happy to be with you here today. And we're going to be talking about Colorado's nursery industry. And we're joined by Elena Brookover here today. Elena, Ag Risk Advisors team member and uh, expert on the Colorado nursery industry here today. Uh, how are things going there at the home office? Things are great. Yeah, we've uh, had some just interesting weather this year and I think it's just continuing to have some cloudy days right at the end of July and beginning of August it's it just kind of really bizarre uh, year so far and I think that's something that not just our cowmen or our crop growers it's it's on the nursery side as well and I think that's part of the reason we're having this conversation today is just to kind of expand on um who all is participating in Colorado agriculture and the nursery growers, the greenhouse growers, that's kind of who we're going to be focusing on today. Well, you know, uh, last time you and I were together was down in Steamboat Springs at the Colorado Cattlemen's Association. And, and I think it's so important, as you pointed out, you know, a lot of the time producers maybe focus on the cattle end of things or on, on the grain end of things. I know uh, the barley harvest and wheat harvest is so close to wrapping up in, in Colorado and just starting in, in other ag risk regions as well uh you know uh, big potato state as well but nursery you know so so many people think that oh just the local garden center at lowe's or home depot the flowers get trucked in but you know that that's not really the case and uh, the nursery industry is is such a big part of colorado agriculture and and i think it gets overlooked sometimes especially by like a cow calf producer like myself uh I, i guess let's just talk about colorado's nursery industry industry and, and how it truly does play such a key role in the state's agriculture economy. Absolutely. Well, and like you said, um, there's a big, I think, uh, misconception that, you know, as somebody who kind of grew up in the suburbs, my um, kind of interaction with the nursery side of things was going to Lowe's, going to uh, Home Depot to pick out, you know, the fruits and vegetables we were going to get, the the flowers that we were going to have at the house. Um, but as I have gotten more involved in this industry and really gotten to meet some of the core um, people who've been um, doing this for generations, it is so much more. And they are the ones contributing. They're the ones who are uh, growing those products that we're going to see kind of in our local shops. Um, but they also have local shops around um, Colorado throughout kind of the Denver metro area, all down the I-25 corridor, across the I-70 corridor. Um, nursery growers actually are in uh, some of the top uh, agricultural producing counties in Colorado. You've got Weld County, you've got Larimer County, you've got Adams County, just some of these uh, counties that we really think of as uh, some of Weld County being the, the largest agricultural producing county. Nursery is a big part of that. And as we kind of get into Jefferson, Douglas, um, those are really big products here. Um, I'm a Douglas County girl, so I've definitely been able to see and reap the benefits of uh, the nursery growers that are here in this area, the greenhouses that are here, and just the, the kind of the connection that the nurseries provide for 
you know, people who don't really have that touch with agriculture, in order to have those at-home gardens, to have those, you know, not just um, in your little pots, but some, some people have really big uh, kind of hobby farms that they're able to really start to get back in touch with some of the agricultural roots that we have here in Colorado. And I think it's really great to see just how much um, we have that connection between the horticultural side and the agricultural side. Thanks for just capturing a little bit about uh, just the expanse of Colorado's nursery industry. And, 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 you know, the community itself is very proactive uh, on, on, the, on the advocacy front, on the education front. Uh, maybe let's just talk about the Colorado Nursery and Greenhouse Association and uh, what you've learned about them and how that interaction is going. And, and of course, we're going to talk about later in our conversation just the role that Ag Risk Advisors plays in uh, helping producers out in the countryside on the nursery end of things. But uh, let's just talk more about the Nursery and Greenhouse Association. Absolutely. So um, the Colorado Nursery and Greenhouse Association has been a great partner for AgRisk Advisors. We've really um, learned through them so much about the nursery industry and also just been able to um, participate more in that community. So one of the biggest things that they do, just like um, when we were at that Colorado Cattlemen's Association, is provide that legislative voice and really be able to advocate for producers in Colorado um, at that level and just making sure that any policies that are coming down the pipeline are really going to be in the best interest of the nursery producers in the industry. Um, so that's a big part of what they do. Um, one of the other sides is their education, their development and training side of things. So they have through the Colorado um, kind of CSU extension and um, all of the uh, professors there, they're able to provide trainings and certifications, um, as well as just help people get um, the right training to get the jobs that they want in some of the greenhouses at some of the wholesale nurseries. So it really helps provide um, that just next step of continuing education for uh, nursery men and women throughout the industry. And then the biggest thing that we have found is the community element. They provide opportunities for fellowship through um, barbecues throughout the summer. And we're actually gonna be ramping up. We have one on August 3rd. So I'll be there um, to just spend time with everybody. And it's really an opportunity to go to different um, growers uh, operations throughout Colorado and kind of see what they're doing on their operation. And just, like I said, spend time together and really grow this community. I think that's one thing within agriculture, within horticulture that we do really well is community, supporting each other, wanting to see how we can improve our operations based off of what other people are doing and just really encourage each other if something works for us. And we wanna be able to share that information um, with everybody else who is in the industry and really be able to have that support system, but also just spend some good time together, eat some good food. So that's um, one of the things we're looking forward to. They have several other events throughout, um, kind of going into the fall, the spring and 
towards the end of the summer is a really busy time for everybody. That's when we're going to the stores to um, go pick out our, our flowers and um, all of our you know, garden supplies. And so we kind of tend towards um, the late summer and into the fall when things are just a little bit slower to really get together and um, kind of spend some of that time. Um, I mentioned Colorado State University as well. They are a big part of the Colorado horticulture industry. Um, they have some great professors there um, and also really have helped you know, develop a lot of um, the people who are in the industry. A lot of my friends that I've um, met over the past, you know, kind of year and a half, two years are COCU grads coming out of those programs there. And so I think they're just a really big contributor to um, growing the nursery industry here in Colorado, as well as throughout the country. Again, Elena Brookover joins us here at the table with AgRisk Advisors. And just like all producers, uh, whether you're in the cattle industry, grain industry, or on the horticultural end of things, as our conversation is centered around here today, we all have issues that we face. And, and they can be decades-long issues. They can be issues that pop up just a, in a week from now that, that, that are un, unforeseen. So obviously that's why it's so important to have advocacy like the Colorado Nursery and Greenhouse Association. But Elena, in, in, in working with, uh, with our uh, nursery uh, stakeholders in Colorado, what, what are some of those key issues that they share with you uh, that, that impact uh, their success uh, out, uh, out in the countryside or in, in the city, where, wherever their, their uh, family businesses or operations are located? Yes. So I think something that several businesses are facing is labor issues. Um, I think it's hard to find um, people to, to work in a lot of these uh, industries, but also, you know, there's um, certain policies that are making it just a little bit more difficult to um, be able to work with people correctly, to have there's some policies trying to have maybe a little bit of overstep into to the business that just is it's going to make it difficult for operations to move move smoothly um, throughout the days because people are moving around. I mean, these are oftentimes several acre properties and you just got a lot of moving parts. So I think the labor side of thing has been um, a big issue that has come up. But water, I mean. This year has been a great year for water. We've gotten so much moisture and it's been a real blessing. Um, but I think um, just with water rights and everything that anybody in agriculture struggles with, um, we just see that water issue coming up um, year over year. And so I think this year has been a great year for it, but um, I think that continues to be a concern moving forward of just are we going to have enough water um, and where is that water going to come from? And then obviously I mentioned before those legislative issues, you know, there's, there's just um, certain points where um, people who might not understand the industries um, within agriculture and horticulture um, don't understand some of the practices that we use that are really great for the land really are, um, helping producers be more efficient with the resources that they have and be those stewards, um, they can kind of start to infringe and really potentially be problematic. But I think especially CNGA has done a great job in being that advocate and having that voice um, in the legislative side of things. So, um, but there's, there's risk 
with all of this. There's risk with water, there's risk with labor, and as being an ag risk advisor, that's something that's always at the forefront of my mind is what risk can we help alleviate? And I think that's where Agris Advisors has really stepped in. Um, Tracy Tattersall, uh, one of the owners here at Agris Advisors, she got involved with the nursery side of crop insurance several years ago. Um, what she realized is that there was a gap. Nobody was really serving the nursery side of the business um, when it came to risk management. And so as she got more involved in the nursery side, she really saw that they needed an advocate for risk management. They needed somebody who knew the crop insurance side and would just be there for them. Agris Advisors, I think, does a really great job of prioritizing their producers, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter what part of the industry they are in, you're our number one. And so I think um, that has really become a part of who we are is um, serving a broad spectrum of producers, you know, yes, we do the cattle side. Yes, we do the row crop side. Yes, we do the nursery side. It's all of those areas where producers have risk and we can provide solutions. And so I think that's where I kind of came into the story a little bit about almost a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, they asked me to kind of step into as, um, I really had a love for indoor plants and kind of had just a little bit uh, of that touch on the nursery side of things. I have learned so much since then and just gained a greater appreciation for the nursery industry as a whole and that community. And it's been a real joy um, serving those producers that we get to work with, not just here in Colorado, but across the West. So um, yeah, I think with that, I'd really love to start talking about what's available. What are those risk management solutions? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, for our listeners out there that are involved in the nursery industry or, or those that uh, are, are on the cattle end or, or the, the other cropping systems out there, yeah, obviously, it's a different type uh, of coverage. It's a different commodity being grown. Um what, 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 I guess, what, what are some of those programs out there for smaller, larger, medium? Um, and again, it, this is a, a product that can be growing year round uh, as well. And so that, and that's maybe a little different than what some of our audience members are used to when they are used to producing one crop or calf crop a year. What, what, what are some of those coverage options and how do you, how do you work with those producers and getting them the right program to enroll in? Absolutely. So we have two programs that are available to us under the federal crop insurance um, program. So it's going to be the nursery field grown and container and then nursery value select, which is a relatively new pilot program that's come online and has really helped some producers out. So at the highest level, both of these products are for nursery growers that are um, have at least 40% of their gross income in wholesale. So this is not gonna be for somebody who has everything in retail. Um, this is geared towards wholesale nursery growers. Um, one of the other things that we just look at 
when we're looking to qualify for this program is do you have a share in those um, in that product um, are you in a county that the product is available for the most part there is a program available in just about every county here in the united states um, depending on where you're at we might have both available or just one so um, that would be where you, you give us a call and say hey do i qualify for xyz and then some of the perils that both of these programs cover are going to be kind of your standard weather events, your hail, your fire, some of those um, things that we call acts of God. And then um, if we have issues with um, irrigation that are related to some of those um, insurable risks, that's where those are going to come in. And then wildlife. All of those we said we want to make sure that our nurseries have kind of their, their best standards of practice. And we kind of have um, a list of what that might look like. But also, when you start your coverage, we will have somebody come out. They'll do an evaluation, kind of have that conversation, and just see, is this nursery operating at you know this level of standards so that we know if there is a loss here, it is absolutely due to something that the producer could not control and it wasn't due to any type of um, you know mispractice in in the operation and so with those perils um, it, this is a revenue-based protection so it's not based off of what the product cost you to bring it into your operation it is going to be what you would sell it at for wholesale so it's really beneficial for people because it helps take into account some of that you know time and energy that you've put into those plants um, and what you would sell it at so um, that has been something that our producers have just been really grateful for it's really good coverage in that it covers the revenue base side rather than your cost um, for those products so um, that's kind of the highest level on the the fgnc side of things or the nbs and like i said on qualifying um, we just want to make sure that you're at that at least 40 percent and you've got that share and so there's some more details of course reach out to us if you're wanting some more information um, but what's really exciting is like i mentioned that pilot program nursery value select um, it rolled out for crop year 2021 and um, right now it's for coloradans it's available in weld county larimer county adams county arapahoe county douglas county Obviously, we want to see that grow. Um, we've seen some benefit uh, with that program, with some of the things that they've simplified. Um, but we're really hoping to see that grow. And we'd love to hear if you um, are currently using uh, a nursery program and you're like, hey, I, I would love to see this expand to my area. Give us a call and just let us know and we can help advocate to see that grow. I've been working with the um, USDA over the past couple months just to hey, here's some feedback that we've gotten from producers. These are areas that we've seen some need for growth uh, in this uh, program, and hopefully we'll be able to see some of that expansion um, moving forward. Now, of course, uh, Elena, you said you will be uh, uh, out uh, uh, mingling with uh, with producers, uh, with, with nursery growers and whatnot over the next uh, few weeks and months. Uh, 
Uh, And uh, if folks are attending that, obviously, uh, uh, reach out to you and just come and talk. But uh, if they're not going to be uh, uh, able to make any of these events hosted by the association or the local chapters, uh, what is the best way to get in touch with you and the AgRisk team? Absolutely. You can always find us at agriskadvisors.com. But if you want to get in touch with me directly, again, my name is Elena Brookover. My phone number is 303-539-9349. Again, that was 303-539-9349. Or you can email me at Elena, E-L-E-N-A, dot Brookover, B-R-O-O-K, O-V-E-R at cropins.net. And I'd love to just chat with you if you have any questions, go over some more of the details of these policies, or even just talk about how, you know, the nursery uh, industry has impacted you. I mean, there's a lot of people have contributed. I want to just mention before um, we jump off today, we had a quite significant loss this year um, in the nursery industry. Uh, Mandy Geraci, um, who was our president of CNGA, I just want to honor her for a moment and just know that she contributed so much to this industry, her family, and like I said, that multiple generational, um, you know, industry, she was a part of that, and we've definitely felt that loss this year, and it'll be tough going out on the road and knowing that she's not going to be there this year, but um just super grateful for the community that is around and just knowing that um, the industry is going to continue to support each other and and miss those people that um, are no longer here. Well, Lena, thank you for those those kind words. And I I think it's so important, as you pointed out, uh, the community, the family and uh, relationships, because so many of these are family businesses, multi-generational and the friendships that get created uh, through the networking and the association. And of course, uh, you know, AgRisk Advisors is also a a family business. And uh, uh, it's it's so important just to support each other during times of loss and, and also during times of success as well. And uh, um, I, our thoughts are still with the, with the family and, of course, with the association uh, during this time. And, again, uh, during difficult times, Agrisk Advisors, you know, are there for producers uh, no matter what what is going on. And I, I think we covered so much of those important topics here today and really highlighting the nursery industry in Colorado. And as we mentioned, uh, so many of our, our clients, uh, or even myself growing up and, and being involved in a cow-calf operation uh, just a little north of Colorado up in Montana, uh, it's always so interesting for me to learn more uh, about just different aspects of the agriculture community. Um, one, one area I do want to expand upon, Elena, is, uh, what are your favorite house plants? <laughs> so, um, right now I currently have a fiddle leaf tree right behind me, uh, in my office. Um, but I, I love my, I have a beautiful monster at home and just, I, I love things that contribute to, to, uh, just some greenery inside and also, uh, improve that air quality. So um, hop down to your local <laughs> greenhouse and, and yeah, just feel free to ask uh, anybody there. It's very friendly industry and always willing to answer questions about what might be the best fit for your home, 
for your outdoor space. Um, I have never had anybody say, um, no, I don't want to answer your questions. <laughs> so um, it's a great way to support just your local businesses to go down, see, see what's available and they'll tell you what's going to go great in Montana versus Colorado um, and just throughout the United States. So um, find your local greenhouse, find your local nursery and go support them. All right. Well, thank you so much, Elena Bruckover, for joining us here today at the Table with Ag-Risk Advisors. Hey, we have a lot of other topics that we have discussed uh, over the past few months and, and looking ahead here on the podcast. Make sure and hit subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this podcast conversation. We look forward to bringing you more of these uh, important conversations that impact producers and, of course, focusing on those risk management tools, but also the important relationships, friendships, and uh, dedication that Ag Risk Advisors has to producers of all backgrounds and operations out in the countryside. Elena, anything else before I let you get back to your busy day there at the office? Absolutely. So right now we're coming up on the Nursery Value Select sales closing date of September 1st. Um, and that's going to be for kind of the western states out here. Um, basically, the two important deadlines we have in nursery are going to be September 1st and May 1st. So depending where you're at, um, those are going to be our deadlines. If you're new to nursery, you've never participated in the program, we can get you signed up any at any point in the year. But if you're at that renewal, um, we're definitely hitting that September 1st deadline line and then um, we have the May 1st deadline. So those are our two big ones. Thank you so much and thank you to our audience and that will do it for today's conversation with At the Table with Ag Risk Advisors. I'm Lane Nordlund. <laughs>